Welcome back to the pod. We're here. We're here. It's it's an amazing day in December, and I'm here with my fucking girl, Prague <laughs> Rang Nathan. Is literally the girl boss of our generation. I can't wait to get into it. Not at all. And what's up, bitch? Not much. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. Me I'm so too. happy. I was just. We were having so honored. My queen, we were having some technical difficulties, so I was just feasting my eyes on your chart. So I have a lot of takeaways ready. Okay, I can't wait. (laughs) But first, uh, tell us who you are. Tell us what you're about. Tell us what you stand for. Tell us what you do on a day to day. Okay, Um, I'm Prague. I'm 25. I live in Atlanta. I um, work in healthcare. I do healthcare consulting, and Hmm. I love music. I love to play piano. I love anything creative. I love to bake and just spend as much time with friends and family as possible. Ah, I love it. I love (laughs) it. And also I need everybody to know that like Prague is the most creative person in the world. Like, no, (laughs) good at everything. Like, no, uh, it's no, I feel like I just need creative hobbies to offset the fact that I work in like a regular nine to five office job. Yeah. So like, I'm like, I do- how can I have the most spontaneous, interesting personal life <laughs> and sign up for like 50 different hobbies that I try out for every two months? How do you have the time? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I just bounce around from hobby to hobby. And during the pandemic, my friend was telling me like how many different hobbies I picked up and then dropped and then picked up and then dropped it was like guitar charcoal drawing baking just all types of random shit and what what's your current hyperfix? uh baking and playing piano I think are the two that have stuck but I really want to try pottery again because I tried it and it was a lot harder than expected Mm-hmm. and I'd love to get back into like watercolors or painting Ooh, yeah. but you know with what time <laughs> yeah. wait so do you have a piano um I have a keyboard I pretty much had a keyboard um ever since I graduated oh my gosh I realized it's you're so just nice. keyboarding around I didn't know that I know why but it's like ever, a small why you play me a tune? place you want <laughs> why don't you ever play me a tune <laughs> Um, because I feel like the songs that I know by heart are just the ones that I played over and over in high school, like mm-hmm. clocks by Coldplay, things in that realm. I just imagine like Prague lives, I met Prague through mutual friends and basically we live in the same, we lived RIP in the same town and would just hang out at each other's houses. And like, I'm just imagining the dynamic of that apartment. Like you, all of a sudden you just hear you playing Coldplay in your back room and they're like, oh. No, you have no idea. It would be Lucas and Jason watching TV and I would get hyper fixed on, like fixated on this idea that I needed to pick up guitar. And they were like, okay. And I was like, no, I need to buy a guitar tonight. And I found this person on the other side of town that's going to sell it to me for $80. And she says, I can meet her at nine o'clock. And they were like, it's dark. Does it have to be today? And I was like, it has to be today. It has to be today because the moment is fleeting and I probably won't be into it tomorrow. We're in a pandemic. Like I need to go and just stand six feet apart, pick up this guitar from this woman's porch. 
Oh my God. Okay. Well, I mean, that alone just gives us so much to work with guys. I think that, I think that Prague's chart is so iconic. Um, let's start off with your fucking Leo rising. Like, are you kidding me? Okay. So I know something about Prague is like that. She's the most photogenic person in the world. Yes. Yes. And she like got the, uh, curtain bangs, like pretty early in the movement. I was (laughs) the movement, (laughs) the movement and like, just Prague is the biggest pep talker cheerleader and that is Leo rising yeah I always say that I feel like my life's calling is to be the minority supporting actress best friend every you know iconic movie from the 90s and 2000s had a minority best friend who had her own life going on but was also just like had great advice dressed really well was funny and I think that that's that's what I aspire to be who would sit on the couch on Sunday after a night out and ask you ask the main character about all of the chaos they had gotten into mm, and be well, shocked when the tea was spilled. May I barter that you actually want to be the main character, Prague? I think I think both. Yeah, both. I mean, you can have different parts because obviously you'll be an actress. Anyone who has Leo placements will be an actress. No, like sometimes I think about my life and think that I was supposed to be an actress. Somehow with some twist of fate, I ended up in health insurance, which I also really love. But the once I became friends with you and you taught me a lot about astrology and I learned that I have Leo in my chart as one of my big three, it made so much sense. Yeah. You're like, that's why I'm so like extra in the best ways. You know, you're like, I want the best. Yeah. If it's possible to be this way in a non-toxic way, I think I really thrive off of the attention. (laughs) Yes. No, Leo, you, with the Leo rising, you naturally, well, Leo is the sun. You need an audience. Like, that's how it works. <laughs> like when I was a kid, my parents used to tell me to go to bed at eight. And this is before my sister was born. So I was an only child. And they would watch this TV show called ER at eight o'clock. And I could not sleep knowing that they were downstairs, like living a life independent of me having fun. So I would, our upstairs overlooked our bottom living room. So I would walk across the upstairs where it overlooked the bottom and pretend to sleepwalk. And I would just stick my arms out in a really obvious way. And anybody who sleepwalks knows that it's not the way that it's portrayed in cartoons. Like people are usually just like walking around in a daze, but I would very obviously fake sleepwalk back and forth until somebody paid attention to me. And they'd be like, hey, Prague, what are you doing? And I'd be like, I'm sleepwalking. Oh my God. That is so, the Leo show. I think that's my earliest memory of being a Leo rising. And then it's like, and then it's like your sister comes around and you're like, oh, more, more people to uh, share the attention with. Great. I know. And I'm like, how rude of you to go to an Ivy League school and like have this really just original post-graduation life when you were supposed to just go to state school like me where what what's not clicking what's not clicking (laughs) um okay so though so this leo playful you're looking at the world through how much fun can i have Mm -hmm. and 
However, though, your rising is ruled by uh, Leo, which is ruled by the sun. So your sun is Pisces. So let's get into the Pisces. <laughs> you, I think, I think you're the first Pisces on my podcast. No, I identify with Pisces so deeply. It's like a sad girl who works hard, who loves attention. I think it's like a good way to summer up. No, I think that's your big three. A sad yeah. girl, Pisces sun, who works hard, Capricorn moon, who wants attention, Leo rising. Leo rising. <laughs> I should change my dating app bios now. Just like tell them what they're getting into. Okay, but yeah. with this Pisces stuff, uh, one thing that is so, so Pisces that it's so funny is like getting, needing the guitar that night is like Pisces is just like living in the moment and just like, there's like so much luck there, but also just like illusion, you know, we're just like idealizing like, oh my gosh, romanticizing guitar, my whole life could be different if I had a guitar. Yeah. And my roommates would say, since when do you want to pick up guitar? And I say, I've always wanted to learn to play the guitar, which isn't true. It's just everything is like transcends a certain level of drama and everything is a little bit romanticized. And when people started talking about how, you know, you should pretend to be the main character and how you should pretend to be in a movie and you should have this inner monologue. I realized that I've been, I've already been doing that. Wait, yeah. It's like, wait, you guys weren't doing that. (laughs) You guys weren't like looking outside, riding a bus in the rain, thinking that this is like a scene, the sad scene of your coming of age indie film. Like, it's so weird to me that people don't act like there's cameras on them all the time. No, because I physically can't be in a vehicle when it's raining outside without music playing. Nope. It's not right. Um, Okay, so you have Pisces Sun. Pisces, Mars, Pisces, Mercury. Okay. So this is who you are to your core, what motivates you and how you communicate. So basically you communicate and you, who you are is basically a little bit of dream girl, dream girl. Like, yeah, this daydreaming, but also, yes, I cannot stop. And like, but it's also like deep, deep compassion, like, and so empathetic that like, you will cry if you see something like, yeah, very intense. And like in the eighth, okay, we'll get into the eighth house actually in a second. But, yeah. Um, and like animal, you, it's basically like, I think of Pisces as like, cin- uh, like Cinderella, one with the wood nymphs and one with the animals and they are making all the things like, it's so it's the last zodiac sign. So it almost transcends, like it's the closest to like the dream realm. So yeah. like, that's basically how it feels to be a Pisces. No, definitely. And I feel like I operate at a little bit of emotional extremes where small little victories feel amazing. And then just inconveniences, even for other people make me feel really sad. So mm-hmm. kind of see the empath tendencies but not in a holier than thou type of way more so in a I get easily carried away (laughs) yeah but I also wonder like did you did you have any like paranormal experiences I have intense dreams but I don't think I've had a lot of paranormal experiences I did go through a big phase where I would watch a lot of um 
reality shows about mediums mm. and the way that they can just connect with the other side I was just fascinated by it you I mean not that you want to do this with your life but if you wanted to you would be a fucking good medium <laughs> Bro, oh my God. I would so watch a show you're prag the medium <laughs> yeah I'll add this it'll be like my number 10 hobby you're like After oh. I'm done baking playing a guitar set and doing a charcoal portrait <laughs> I'll communicate with the dead also with Pisces it's like you feel so much and like actually your feelings won't like lead you astray but Pisces is also the sign of self-sabotage so the thoughts like you can worry or like it's just you can get so in your head that then that creates problems that aren't there like just as much as manifest the dream life you can also manifest anxieties that aren't real yeah, I think my tendency is I'm I manifest patterns that aren't really there. So if I mess up at something, I'll be like, oh, well, I also messed up this very similar thing four years ago. And it's just a pattern that I've been ignoring. <laughs> when in reality, they're probably just isolated incidences and everybody messes up from time to time. But it's just, I just dig into it probably too much. Mm-hmm. So I resonate with that a lot. <laughs> With Pisces Mercury, um, this can sometimes be like you can lose people when you're talking to them. Mm. Like, like they, like they don't match your enthusiasm. Yeah, like like I with Pisces Mercury, any mutable Mercuries I keep up with, and I that's why I love like it's just so quick. But like, there are some people with also the Pisces part of just like you're touching on so many levels at once that like people will be like what Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know if you feel that you have a Capricorn moon though I feel like you probably like are pretty on yeah I I catch myself saying does that make sense probably too often (sighs) um but the people that it does make sense to I'll hold on to for life you know yes besties um Okay, then with having uh, Pisces, okay, Pisces is also the artist, the creative. Mm-hmm. So like, that's how you're so talented in everything you do. And but <laughs> it comes from, it comes from, you can't get that much creativity without the darkness. Like, that's why yeah. Pisces sad girl comes. Like, you're so creative because you are like being fucking real with your emotions and crying when you need to, which a lot of people are not doing. So like you're Mm -hmm. able to access creativity through that. Yeah. It almost is like the way that I have balance between feeling the negative emotions and then feeling like the inspiration, like it's not necessarily happiness, but it's just like feeling inspired to do something or create something. And it's, that's the way that it kind of levels out. It's not yeah. so much like ha- happy feelings and sad feelings. It's it's more complicated. Yeah. I mean, it's so wild though that it's like you actually like the whole thing of like when when comedians or artists are like happy in a relationship, it's like they're they are not good at their art because it's mm-hmm. like because they're not experiencing the darkness. So like yeah, it's like yeah. You need to kind of experience the whole realm to even feel inspired to create something. 
exactly exactly it's like you gotta get fucking low to understand like (laughs) what it's like to like yeah I think yeah the lowest that I've like the lowest I've been have then correlated with creative but yeah it's like like, the upswing you know yeah okay but you also have this in your eighth house so that's Scorpio's house so this is Pisces yeah, you have this all this oh Pisces in Scorpio's house. So it's like this added intensity. And so this is like also though what I feel like when you're doing healthcare stuff, especially like, aren't you interested in like mental health? Yeah, very much so. So like basically it's like you have experienced you experienced shit in life. Like there is suffering, mm-hmm. like that's like but you have had to experience the cycles of life and the taboos and had to talk about the underbelly of life but that's also why you're so inspired to like that's also where your biggest like joys lie too and like helping people like the fact that you're able to experience that then help someone like it's so Mm -hmm. uh, yeah you almost appreciate it because of the juxtaposition you were feeling probably not too long ago where you felt just like in the dumps mm-hmm. so that when the upswing does come around, you notice it so much more than if you were kind of always in this like neutral state. Yes. And it's like, that's really like Brene Brown says you can't, you can't selectively dull emotion. So it's mm-hmm. like the more bad you feel also the, I mean, it's not bad or good, but the more like heavier emotions you feel, yeah. the more lighter emotions you can feel. Like, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of appreciate that it's becoming so accepted to talk about the range of emotions we feel outside of just like neutral, excited, happy, more like positive emotions. Yeah. And it's like also like with Gen Z and everything and they're so more so much more emotionally aware and stuff. It's like, uh, yeah, everybody probably should be crying every day. It's a pretty mm-hmm. fucked up world. <laughs> We're living in not so good a place. So like maybe maybe that's the issue. Right. <laughs> it's like we I really feel like it's like a feeling revolution. Like people just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just an awareness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you're also very much motivated by art and aesthetics and like yes and beauty and like you also will allow yourself to like like curating your environment will help you to like feel your feelings <laughs> because- yeah I think I love visuals I love colors like I've always just been somebody who's like not super into the neutrals but more so into color I've had a Pinterest board. I've been curating like 25 different Pinterest boards since I was 15. So I think if I can lay out what I'm imagining through like visuals and images, it just feels more tangible. That makes sense. Yep. And also that's literally manifesting. And also guys, like this bitch is like, she has just manifested. She's been manifested. I, she has a golden retriever in her future. I know that. (laughs) Okay. So that's the Pisces. That's the creative. That's the feeler. That's the, that's the, that side of Prague. Then there is just this absolute girl boost that has her Capricorn 
moon conjunct Capricorn Jupiter in the sixth house. Okay. So the Jupiter, Jupiter expands wherever it is when it's next to your moon that is expanding your emotions, but it's in the Capricorn emotions. So tell me if you do this to like, do you plan your cry sessions? Like, like I'm going to, well, not necessarily ahead of time, but you're like, I'm going to do this for 10 minutes. And then. Yeah. I think I'll just say that I'm going to lock myself this morning to just be in a grumpy, sad mood. And then I got to get shit done. So we got to snap out of it. It's just like in, but that's also the Capricorn moon is just in the back of your head at all times. Like do more, do more. You're an Mm -hmm. imposter. You're not enough. Like that's literally Capricorn moon, like Virgo Capricorn. It's like, but it's your own thoughts. But like, for some reason we think that it's everybody else's thoughts, but yeah, like I'll notice other people that are in a similar job or a similar age or a similar just life to me. And I'm like, well, they're waking up at 5am and getting in a workout before they start the day before they log in. Um, and I never do that. Or this girl has been taking vigorous notes and I've just been listening. So I think it's almost it's almost like an unrealistic expectation that I set on myself because the expectation isn't defined. It's just the expectation is to be successful. And the definition of successful just changes based on random things all the time. Like one minute, the expectation will be a certain level of education and getting certain degrees. The next minute it'll be, oh, I should have owned a, I should be thinking about buying a house. I'm literally dying. Like I've <laughs> never heard Capricorn encapsulated so well. It's true. Yeah. It's true. like, it, like, cause you think about Capricorn so much with like money, wealth, whatever, but that's just because that's what's like rewarded in this like society. Yeah. Like Capricorn just wants to succeed and it's just going to understand the game and succeed at that game. Yeah. And success will be defined by different things all the time. Like one minute s- success will be their personal life. And, you know, if they have a partner, if they have a family, um, and then another minute, it'll be this like very career oriented girl boss aesthetic. And then the next minute it'll be, well, success is having a really balanced lifestyle. And you've been focusing too much on work and you're not, you're not successful because you don't have balance, Mm. but that's what makes it unattainable is you're just like steering yourself in different directions, chasing success, but it's almost so broad that it can't be defined mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a feeling rather than a certain number in your bank account or social status or anything like that. Yeah. It's just like, am I better than these people or not? Yeah. Like, am I six? Like, do I feel like I'm a successful woman? Yeah. Okay. And also like with Jupiter in the sixth, this like means that you have luck in your routines and like your balance, uh, your work-life balance. So either your Capricorn moon can kind of take over and like make you a workaholic. But I feel like with Jupiter there, it's like you're a workaholic in all of the things you do. Yes, your job, but also the creative ventures and like the social activities, like you have routines, like your routines are so set that you can put them all in there. Yeah. It's almost like I want to be successful in my personal life. Like I want to be a good 
sister and friend and will will almost like criticize myself in that realm. But I also want to be a good baker and I'll be really self-critical of things that I make. Um, and then like the more obvious like school and work mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that I kind of like, yeah, moon in the sixth though, it that also like I feel like that can help because you are in tune with your emotions with so much Pisces that like you're actually able to like just see what the flow is gonna be, you know? And like see which chunk of the day the like emotion will hit if it's gonna hit, you know? And then Mm -hmm. like, but you still are planning out the rest of the day around it. Yeah, definitely. I feel like my chart shows that I'm like pretty flawed, but I think the Pisces almost is my saving grace because it at least means that I'm aware. I have some type of awareness to at least begin to address Mm -hmm. all of those things that need to be addressed. It's like, yeah, I love it. I love your little chart. <laughs> um, I'm all over the place. Also with your little baking, sorry, mm-hmm. your little baking, that's annoying. Also <laughs> okay. with your baking. That little hobby you have. That, hmm, uh, you have Venus in the 10th house in Taurus, also with your midheaven there. So your 10th house is your career, your public image. So with your midheaven there, which is especially your career and your Venus, which is how you love your relationships, also how you make money, you make money and you succeed doing very Taurus like things. So at work, you actually can do like anything you can do any kind of job and you're kind of finding that as long as you know, you can succeed at it. (laughs) Oh yeah. And with Taurus, it's like, but it's more like well, also money is Taurus and Capricorn, but um, like you want to know you're being of practical help because earth signs are like, I, you want to know like that you're doing is making a difference. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be stable. I think that's kind of where like the money Capricorn part comes in, but I also really want to feel like I'm being useful to people. And like, if I wasn't there, it would make a significant difference. Mm -hmm. I'm helping them in some way. I'm coming up with ideas. I'm just, you know, even if it's more like remedial work, I don't even mind that as long as it's like a quantifiable value that I'm bringing. Um, And I think that's hard when you're earlier in your career because you are still kind of like sharpening your skills and it's, it's more difficult to pinpoint exactly like what your value is when you're with people that are much more seasoned in their careers. Mm. I would, um, I would recommend that you remember that you have value no matter what, and you're you. worthy no matter what, and you're worthy exactly. are not providing anything to anyone. So. Lucy, not our, not my podcast appearance is turning into a therapy session. No, yeah, I kind I just, of love it. I just copy pasted that one for my sesh. So. <laughs> love it. But yeah, I mean, probably though a lot of it because you do have that Venus up there, like you, you love your job. Like you actually like your love, you have a relationship with your job. Like you, yeah, I feel really connected a lot of to joy. it. Like that you can, yeah. Like, I almost feel like 
I have to have that though, to feel inspired to even work. Like I need to feel aligned with some type of purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also it's cute because Taurus is like a food, you know? So mm-hmm. with your mid oven there, it's like baking <laughs> and Taurus is just loves like the, the little treats and like getting like indulging. Yes. And with your mid heaven too, that's like your public persona persona. So like your public, your Taurus mixed with your, uh, Leo rising is literally just like, I'm going to throw a party and have good food, which is what you do, mm-hmm. which is what I, I think hosting is my favorite thing because you get all of this quality time, very, like very much uninterrupted quality time. Plus you get the aesthetics of, you know, whatever you had visualized. Plus you get to dress up. Plus you have the food. It's creative. Best. It's just, everybody should be throwing dinner parties. All the time. I'm going to, I'm going to hire you to do something. <laughs> Some <laughs> event. Where Hit me we? up. We just have one together. Um, Either one. you heard it, for, you heard it here first guys, if you want exclusive tickets <laughs> <laughs> to our dinner party, um, also with Taurus Venus in the 10th house, you can find somebody at work actually find somebody like a romantic find, partner. Yeah. Like, and because you, okay. This is what you're attracted to. You're attracted to kind of like a travely, more free-spirited kind of person. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like all that Pisces too, but your fifth house is Sagittarius. You're attracted to that like entertaining, very fun vibe. Then what keeps you in the long term is like uh, mental stimulation and like wanting to make a difference in this world. Like yeah, you they need to be like socially aware. Um, for sure. I, I always say that I feel like the person that I like is always somebody that a few other people also like, because it's a very extroverted personality. It's very friendly. It's kind of the person that you can plop into any social situation and they make everybody else feel like they belong. Like, even though they don't know anybody at the party, they kind of make them feel like they're a part of the group. I find that so attractive. And then I also think that people who are just creative and aren't so tied down by their image Mm -hmm. um, is really attractive. And maybe it's because, you know, so that's something that I think deep down, I also aspire to have. So when I see it in other people, I almost feel like it draws it out um, around them. So yeah, I really relate to that, but it's interesting you say it work because I feel like I draw pretty hard lines between like different categories of my life. Yeah, but I, I, I feel that, but I also feel like you, that, that personality that you like of being able to talk to anyone, like mm-hmm. that's the kind of person that you also like could bring into, or like, I don't no, know. Yeah, definitely. They could do something very similar to what I do. Yeah, but, exactly. Like I'm thinking like networking, like, you know? power couple, power couple, like healthcare warriors like yeah <laughs> like I actually see that so much we'll only answer to healthcare warrior from here on <laughs> but like the whole thing too of like you want to like look like 
yes, they don't care about image in that they are creative and have felt shit in their life and like felt mm-hmm. darkness. So like you can trust them basically. Yeah. Um, but also like they need to like have good style and stuff. So they like, you have a Taurus and a Leo. So like you want to be looking fresh together. Like that's mm-hmm. very important. Like a cringe outfit could really throw you off. Yeah. You know, flip flops. It could really ruin everything. So then we also have this Libra Chiron conjunct Libra North node in the third house. So where your wounds are, are just a quick, <laughs> this is where your wounds are, um, <laughs> are in it's, it's like generational. I think it's like the people around our year have okay. Libra Chiron, which means our biggest wounds are in relationships mm-hmm. oh cute, cute. Um, but it's also <laughs> conjunct uh your north node so it's like yes it's where the wounds are but it's also where if you feed the most like that's what you're supposed to move towards in this life is like partnership and collaboration and like working together um but that's also what is the artist triggering and like hurting yeah. the most so yeah Yeah, I definitely feel like it's the area of the least control. Like it's the least input equals this output Mm -hmm. kind of category of life. I think it's also sort of abstract in the sense of it can hurt you a lot more than, you know, any other sort of realm. Yeah. Like it it can hurt you a lot more than say like your friendships or your job or your you know hobbies or endeavors or anything like that it's it's kind of the wild card one yeah damn should be hurting it's hard it's really hard out here yeah (laughs) (laughs) now this is reminding me of my therapy session um both of us are gonna book our therapy appointments after this yeah literally um yeah but like okay also your north node though is in your third house so like communicating I also feel like you might be like a speaker in the future like I can Mm -hmm. see that I mean I I love to talk I'm sure (laughs) but I think I don't know if I could be a speaker if I'm eloquent enough to be a speaker, but I think I could be a writer. Mm. Like I think some type of communication into the void. Yeah. Right. You just don't know like where it's going to land or with who, or who's going to resonate with it and not. Wait, have you written poetry? Because this is hella poetry. Yeah. Oh, I have. oh, Lucy, I used to have, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I used to have a poetry blog when I was in college. Um, only a couple of my high school friends really knew about it but um yeah I would write poems all the time and growing up I would write like poems for every like Mother's Day and birthday and it was just when you're a kid you don't think about anything being cringy you just sort of do whatever you want and sometimes I wish I could get back to that because I just would feel inspired and write a poem or when I was in elementary school, I would write down like all of the nuggets of wisdom I felt like I had gained that year. Like all of the life lessons I had learned, but I was like nine. Ah. But I don't know, who knows? Maybe this is like inspiring me to 
dig back in. Yeah. And, and sometimes I just think, should I just drive to a town where nobody knows me and go to a poetry reading? Yes. And say something into the audience. And then if it just falls flat, then I just drive home. And if it falls flat, like what, like do poetry, like do, do Does like, it need to always land? Yeah. It's like, people are probably will give some claps. Like it's not like stand up comedy where it's like very direct response. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> I'll come, I'll come pop for you, but no, go to an anonymous place. You need the, yeah. Eighth house. You like, yeah. The cringe factor is definitely involved and with, with the Capricorn moon too. And Leo, it's like, you want it to be perfect. You don't want anyone to see it until you've perfected it so it's almost hard to go after it if I don't know that I'm going to be good at it yeah that makes sense yeah but even if I just don't get any concrete success like if I never win an award or get any money or anything like that as long as people like it that I could define that as success and then I'm good yes oh my gosh I'm excited um also though like do being good at something is literally just practice so it's like choose what you like to do and do, mm-hmm. you know like absolutely it's only gonna get better yeah and it's so cool to look back and see how you've improved it's almost better than just being good at it when you started yeah but like I also like rewarding like if I try something once and I'm bad at it I like probably won't do it again because you just feel like okay maybe this is it like maybe maybe um this isn't my thing yeah I got it wrong I need to try something else yeah also though like you are Pisces luck and I'm Sagittarius luck so I think that is kind of probably annoying for other people because like we can pick up on things quickly but we also lose them just as quickly but Mm -hmm. I think that when there are things that don't come naturally or don't we don't have that beginner's luck at it's like yeah this and like because the luck is naturally there like when things go badly it feels we feel it even more mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're what used- do you mean by luck like Pisces luck versus so Pisces is Pi- Sagittarius and Pisces are both ruled by Jupiter which is the planet mm-hmm. of luck so people with these placements that's why Sagittarius and Pisces can like they're kind of like a little bit more reckless there's more like it's like there's more spirits looking after in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, two of my best friends are Sagittarius. So. Yeah, it's like I love it. Sag is more like you know, tr- like travel and go do a random shit and everything, and Pisces is more just like flowing with the day to day and mm-hmm. like where could the day take me? It could take <laughs> us in fifteen different directions. Let's just like wake up and have zero plan. And like, and like, just follow the signs. Yeah. Like, let's just drive somewhere random and then just like figure it out as we go along. Yeah. Love. Um, (laughs) It'll drive some people crazy though. Oh yeah. I, I got into astrology because when I was traveling in Australia, like I had like my best friend at different times you know like in different chunks like I'm a Libra rising I have my little partner and all of them were Pisces sun women and I was like 
there's something with Whoa. this. I love these girls. And then, <laughs> when I met you, I was like, of course, she's a Pisces star. I'm happy to join your tribe of Pisces women. Yes. Honored to be here. It's like the Virgo and the Pisces were opposite from each other. So it's like, in some ways, Virgo can help ground, but then will also Pisces will help to like make Virgo think less rationally, you know, think yes. more crazily. And then the Virgo helps to bring the Pisces down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know I, my dad is a Taurus and I feel like I'm always encouraging him to be more illogical, but for his own good, if that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> Uh, um okay wait I was gonna look up a the actor asteroid because I wonder where it is in your chart there's like different asteroids that have themes Mm -hmm. you have any other talents you're interested in knowing about um (laughs) you're like yeah I actually have a long (laughs) actually now you're the only person in my life is asking me (laughs) because everyone else is like enough please I'm like more, more. You want to add some different? Ones? No, I feel like music and acting and maybe design. Yeah. Like I've thought a lot about clothing and like being able to make clothing. Um, yeah. Or like interior design, I get really into. Ooh, I got news for you. Oh no. Do I need to make a career change? No, I think you're going to marry a celebrity. <laughs> don't say it if it's not true but you might find fame through a partnership which actually kind of makes sense I feel like like you still get the fame you're the Leo rising but without without (laughs) having to work for it okay so you have uh you have the asteroid child directly conjunct your Taurus Venus in the 10th house so this can this can indicate that you will really help people to embody their inner child like you bring Mm -hmm. that out in people um and I think especially through like crafts and stuff exactly yeah like artistic things yeah last year I made a bunch of people come over and decorate holiday cookies things like that when are you forced them when are you coming um I'm coming back middle of December but we should do a holiday a holiday get together let's do a cookie exchange yes and I have a bunch of gold candlesticks that are coming in the mail that didn't make it in time for the party so maybe we could do like a candlelit um a candlelit potluck and then we could like decorate cookies yes very aesthetic and everyone has to wear cocktail dresses again yes down I'm in. Okay. Love it. Okay. Hey, sorry, listeners. Sorry, you won't get <laughs> this really dope party. Honestly, with me and Lucy, we'll just egg each other on to the point where like any ridiculous idea could come to fruition. I, I'm scared. Like if you let us go to party city, like that would be so dangerous. <laughs> if you let me and Lucy have a really long conversation together, that would be just dangerous. It could go in any direction. It's it's an absolute toss-up every time. <laughs> um, okay, you have this asteroid Daedalus directly conjunct your uh, Jupiter and by your 
Capricorn. And this placement is known as like the Etsy placement. So it's like making little goodies. So <laughs> you have a lot of luck in being able to do that. So well, awesome. Yeah. And then you have Fama, actor, and Talia, which are comedian in your seventh house. So, I mean, I think you might maybe marry a famous actor. Like, I don't know. It's funny you say comedian too, because my dad's partner was just telling me that I should go into comedy. And I was like, interesting. I mean, you should go into comedy too. Maybe that's how you meet him through work. (laughs) Maybe I just become a comedian and marry somebody famous that already sounds better than my current life you're like and a pinterest board loading (laughs) and future pinterest board no i actually have like a pinterest board for my future it's a little ridiculous i love your pinterest board i love that i'm gonna marry someone famous yeah like whoa and you have uranus in the seventh house which means really random unexpected changes Oh God. (laughs) It could be good. It could be changes for the better. Like Like, what changed Lucy? Tell me specifically. Kismet, you know, like, oh my goodness. We met and we got married overnight. Mm. If you can see them fit into your future forever, of course. Yeah. And I do need to be with somebody funny or at least somebody who has the same sense of humor as me. So kind of, I feel like, I feel like you would like, you low-key like guys with like some dark dark humor but you would you but like, like sarcastic yeah roasty humor yeah. yeah like they might make me cry but it's funny <laughs> okay well thank you so much wait I'm gonna go I'm gonna pull some cards for us okay okay I'm gonna pull oracle cards from the starseed oracle just mm-hmm. pulling them on the vibes. So we have surrender to the sweetness, Venus okay. energy, pleasure, joy, make love to life. I love that. That's just like all Venus stuff. So just like art and joy and appreciate mm-hmm. pretty things. Your life is a canvas, artist, manifestation, creative accountability. So even more so getting into it. Your life really is a canvas. Mm-hmm. Then we have empathetic star seed and weight of the world. So this is like your Pisces, not your Pisces, but everybody collectively. Remember that other people's shit is not your shit and like have boundaries, have some nice, like don't absorb what's not yours. Yeah. And we have star family, which is you're part of a team of souls. And Prague, you're in my star family. Yeah, you're in mine. That's why it's here. So yeah, I like that. Creative, I love that. fun, and just staying in our own energy and not, not putting more suffering on ourselves. <laughs> Aside from the wounds that I have to face in 2022. Wounds, baby. Can't wait. <laughs> well, plug yourself. Where can where can everyone find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at pragathy underscore zero eight, and 
that's pretty much the only social media that I keep up with. <laughs> what about Prague underscore bakes? Oh, yes. If you are interested in baking and you want to see baking content, I also have a baking account, Prague underscore bakes. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Of course. I thank you for coming and thank you everyone for listening. Have an amazing rest of your day.